Hey everyone, I'm Mariah, the founder of Content Queen, a content agency and educational business for entrepreneurs and online business owners. I'm a digital nomad, passionate traveler, serial rambler, and big dreamer with the purpose to inform and educate. So I started this podcast to help more people like you on all things content creation, marketing, and business to help you build a more profitable brand using content marketing as a strategy. Join me as I share top tips, struggles, and triumphs to help you and your business. Remember, content is king, and that's why I love being the content queen. Hey, gang, how are we all? Hope you're having the most amazing week. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, well, I will be traveling to Sydney. Uh, I'm currently recording this episode amongst my suitcase and all of the things as I gear gear up, (laughs) I don't know, and get ready to head to Sydney, which is crazy. I just like so much reflecting. I mean... I've been here for the last four months. I'm going to have to start paying rent again. (laughs) It's all a thing. But it's really nice because for those in Australia um, and those probably paying attention around the world to the journey, uh, we've been in lockdown for just so long. And I just think it's, it's just been, it's so nice being out of like lockdown, everyone being out of lockdown and just like, it's so good. Today, I want to talk about blogging being underrated, so underrated at the moment. And I just want to talk about why, how you can harness blogging for your business, uh, how blogging has worked for Content Queen, for clients, the strategy, how to repurpose and maintain your blog. And yeah, so I just want to dive straight into it. I can totally understand that there's a lot of people listening that just have Instagram and maybe aren't looking to add any more channels or strategies. But if, you know, it's just one of those things. As you start leveling up in your business, you start creating more channels, you start outsourcing all those things. And for me, blogging has always been very close to my heart. I started my first ever blog in 2014, A Traveler's Antics, which doesn't look so nice anymore because I stopped paying for like, you know, the design package and, you know, your templates and all that jazz in the domain. And I, I wrote that on that until 2019, I was very inconsistent at the start. And then I started like becoming more accountable and did like weekly blogs. And yeah, so I, when I started content queen blogging was one of those things, one of the first things I started to do. Um, obviously Instagram was one of the first channels, but, uh, blogging was something that, yeah, just, just really, was that channel that I leveraged on from the beginning and it pays off long-term. Blogging is definitely a long-term strategy and is one that can help utilize your SEO, your social media content, and I'm going to dive into all that. So really, uh, blogging did definitely take a backseat when social media, podcasting, and YouTube became more popular. But like any channel, it's saturated, right? Blogging is saturated, but then so is podcasting, YouTube, social media. Don't let it stop you from creating, right? You just need to create and you need to find what your audience likes and what people resonate with. Now, in about May this year, I had someone contact me on Fiverr to help with coaching around blogging. Now, the amazing Katie, shout out, I will put her blog in the um, show notes, have been working together coaching on it like monthly since we did sort of like an eight week package and I've seen her grow her blog. I've seen her do it. So even though yes, blogging took a bit of a backseat when all these channels come to life and short form content is, is what people look at. 
blogging is still extremely important. A blog can create a whole week's worth of content on social media. A blog can help people find your website through SEO. And a blog is a way people can get quick answers. Think about it like this. When you're researching something, maybe when when you're in at university or if you're researching for pieces of content or whatever, do you watch a YouTube video? Do you read a blog? Do you listen to a podcast? To get the quickest answer, it's through the written form, right? In a podcast or a YouTube, I mean, YouTube have kind of changed the way they do things now, so you, you can timestamp things. But a blog's the easiest way, right? Because you can see the text in front of you and you can see what you're looking for. You can use the find section within, you know, your internet explorer to find the actual keyword you're looking for. University and when I did um, journalism stories, creating blogs for clients, the best way for me to find my information was through blogs, was through online articles. So this is why I think blogging is still so important because people can find the quick answers, right? Now, Ultimately, you want people to go on your website and stay on your website. So if they get a quick answer from you and leave, not ideal. But that's why you captivate them with your imagery, with your screenshots within, with your links, and then people stay. People stay longer when you give them more and more value within the blog. So yes, blogging did take a backseat when social media, podcasting, and YouTube got popular. But there's still really good reasons why you should start a blog. So now I want to dive into what blogging has done for Content Queen. And to do this, I just really want to pull up my analytics um, and and sort of take you through the process of the blogging and how it's helped. So bear with me. Well, I should have got this up before, but, you know, here we are. Okay. So the first thing I want to talk about with blogging is I started to notice in my analytics that there were certain blogs that would track really well. Um... There were blogs that would just, yeah, just creep up into my analytics each week and blogs that I created like months ago. I was like, hmm, what's going on here? So I typed in the keywords of that blog into Google and sure enough, page one, there was content queen, the blog. And this is amazing because this is, you are tracking on Google. So looking at my analytics, I can see right now that what is the purpose of content creation and how does content marketing work? A guide to personal branding and conscious selling, how to make Instagram reels work for your business, never run out of content ideas. At the moment, within the last week, these are blogs that are tracking well. These are blogs I've, the newest one is how to create Instagram reels, how to make Instagram reels work for your business. That was a few months ago now, right? I can see that um, what is the purpose of content creation and how does content marketing work? On average, people are spending two minutes on that page. And I mean, I think the other week it was like five to 10 um, you know, and I'm looking at these stats and it's like, well, blocking's really working for me because people are finding my website. People are finding my content and that's what you want. That's why you create content, right? So people can find it. So then I go, okay, if I look at my bounce rate for some of these blogs, they're pretty high, right? Like one of them's a hundred percent bounce rate. Um, and they exit from that page. So I know now know that I need to go back to those blogs, edit the blogs, and make them more enticing for people to keep reading. I need to put links in there for them to check out other parts of my website. I recently have started doing this each week, and I'm going to talk about this later, but it's I can see the one that I've edited, the bounce rate is much lower, right? 
So, and the time spent on the page is higher. So really how blogging has worked for me is it's helped people be able to find my website. If I look at my biggest traffic source, it's through organic search. It's through Google, right? And it's because I've had a blog. It's not, yes, social media is up there, but it's mainly through organic search. So this is how I know that blogging is a core channel for me and it's getting traffic to my website. Even if I look at my pages right now, the blog homepage is one of my top viewed pages in the last week. I, I, I'll look at the whole month of October and I can see that what is the purpose of content creation is the highest blog and then my blog page. And then I've got other blogs that come in and like I look at the top 10, one, two, three, four, like half, 50% of that content is a blog. More than 50% because the actual blog page is in there as well. So, you know, just looking at this, this tells me that blogging works for Content Queen. I I only have to look at the traffic source, where people are coming from and what pages they're looking at to know that it's working out for me, right? The best thing about blogging is it's a piece of content you create, you can edit, you can work on it, and then it's organic content, that evergreen content that just keeps getting views to your website And then you look at how can I keep these people on my website? What can I do to the blog? And as I said, we'll look at that in a second. But that's what blogging has been able to do to Content Queen. It's I've increased my website um, visits. I've been able to, and really blogging, although might feel like it's a long process or feel like it's a waste of your time, is one of the quickest ways you can create content that's going to never date a Facebook post, you're not going to go back to your old Facebook post and edit them. They're gone. No one sees them again. But your blogging content stays there. People find it in more, more ways than one rather than social media flicking through your feed, finding your page. Maybe your reel lasts a bit longer. But your blogging content stays there and, and grows over time. It's the only piece of content that gets better with age, right? It's, it's going to get seen more by just having it there. And, and what blogging's been able to do for my clients, well, one of my clients, their biggest traffic source is through Google blogs. The other one, we are able to create social media content for Instagram because their biggest platform is Instagram and that's where most of their clients come from. So we know if we create a blog, it allows us to create social media content from it and have this evergreen piece that we can divert people to. If they really like our posts on Instagram, they're going to love the blog, right? You give them a taste you send them to your website. And it's a really great way for us to generate website leads from the social media platform. And I've seen this happen. And and for other clients, we use it as educational pieces to really promote the, the platform that they have, to really show people how to use it, how to get the most out of it. There's multiple ways that you can use blogging. And I'm going to talk about that. But you know, you can break it into educational pieces to use for your social media content, you can use it for um, Google and SEO. You can use it for how-tos, how to use your products, how to use your like your platform, your offerings, your services, like to tell them stories. Like there's so much you can do in a blog. There's so many different pieces you can create and then you can bring them all together and create one big piece of content. Like we talked about content clusters in a really good SEO podcast interview um, around keywords, which I'll put in the, the show notes. But 
how it's worked for my clients is they've used blogging in very different ways. Some have created content and then used that content on social media to create blogs, which I'm going to talk about that in what you can do. But blogging has really helped my clients and my business generate website traffic, create educational content, and and just really be able to promote, be able to show you know the ins and outs of the business, the stories, the origin stories. It's just a longer form piece of content to really tell a story. There's no limits with the blog. You can write as much or as little as you want. Obviously, there's there's frameworks. You know, um, there's going to be a really good post on um, Instagram about you know creating blogs and how many words, and if you want to focus on blogging, like what what should you be looking at, what you should be doing. But like, there is just so much you can do. And if you're a personal brand or someone wanting to start a business and you don't know where to start, start with a blog. You know, you've got mummy bloggers, all these things. And if you don't want to do video, if you don't want to do audio, do the written word because written word is very authentic in terms of it can be very natural to you. It can be your thoughts within, like it doesn't, you know, when you, when you talk or when you do a video, there might be bits you miss out, right? But with the written word, it can be edited, it can be repurposed. There's just so much you can do with it. So that's why I think blogging is so valuable and is very underrated. So now what can you do and how can you use blogging within your business in a really easy way? So it's not actually taking up too much time and effort, because if you've already got your channels, you're like, Mariah, you're killing me. You want me to start on another platform? Like how? But let me, let me show you how. Here's like four ways you can start a blog for your business, unless you want to, you know, you want it to be your core channel. If you just want to do it as a repurposing strategy, just to get some content out there, get some content on your website, because what Google looks at on your website is like, how often you're updating the content. And if you don't have a blog or anything on there, you're not like, it's it's preventing you from, from being consistent and being like um, front of mind for Google. Of course, it depends how you market your business. Maybe you get all your clients through social media, but we know with the current climate of social media at the moment, it is not ours. We do not own this. If you have a blog on your own website, you own that, right? So, this is how you kind of protect yourself and your content. And and if you are a bit terrified of what's happening on social media and you want another space where you can create, send people to, that's why a website's really important. That's why having a blog and things like that. So the four ways you can start a blog for your business. The first one, re- go back through your social media posts, your email newsletters, pick the topics and do articles on the core, to- core topics. Maybe on social media, you can see a trend of content around a certain, say for example, if you're a business coach and you talked about business values and you've done a few posts on that, pull them all together and structure it out into a blog, right? Perfect way to do it. Get all your email newsletters over time and look at the core topics within them. Maybe you could piece some together into a blog. Maybe you could have a blog per email newsletter. That content's already been sent out, so it's okay to repurpose it and go back through. I mean, I've had clients that we've been doing this with previously. They had heaps of email newsletters, heaps of social posts, and we turned them into to content. The second one, if you do a podcast, turn your podcast episodes into blogs. You can download the transcript direct using like um, Otter. I'll put the link in the show notes and just get the transcript, kind of manipulate it so it's a little bit more within a blog. Um, Or you can write um, 
your own from the actual episode, like your notes, your key themes. What I do is I don't really like transcriptions because I like starting from a blank piece of paper. I'm not a big like transcription gal. Even with some of my clients with their podcasts turned into blogs, I will use their notes or listen to the podcast to formulate the blog. So it depends on how you work, no right or wrong. And then you pick core themes within the podcast to create a blog. So as I'm looking at my blog notes now, uh, podcast notes as I'm recording this, these podcast notes will get refined while I'm listening to the podcast edit, and that will then be turned into a blog based on the key theme, blogging is underrated. The third type of blogging you can do or what you can create is keyword blogging based on what people are searching on searching for on Google. So you can use Answer the Public, you can use Ubersuggest um, to type in your keyword and get blog topics. And then you can create simple 500 to 1,000 word blogs. 1,000 words seems really daunting, but trust me, it's not a lot. But like to do, you'll be fine. But these are based on what people are looking for. So you just need to answer their question, right? Keyword blogging is is a really good way. It's like a how-to educational stuff, right? Um, and you're using keywords within Google, what people are searching for to create your own content and you can just answer their question for them. The fourth one is personal story blogging. So telling your story, sharing your lessons. I've started implementing this into Content Queen for my own personal brand. I'll put the link to the blog in the show notes. But what I've been doing is sharing my lessons and my journey. This is not for SEO. This is not for, this is just because like I want to tell my story and be more relatable. So it's like building that sort of trust and awareness and just like helping people, right? And so that's why I'm doing this personal story blogging. And you could do it that in that way. You could do a mixture of all of these, right? The last one, there's five, and I said there's only four, but the last one can be like how-tos, how to use your product, how to use your services, how to do X, Y, Z. You know, if you're a product-based business and you have a product, like how can they use it? Like what's the best benefits? And you can you can match, mix all these blogs together between how-tos, use your products and services, keyword blogging, and then personal story slash personal business story blogging, Right? And just create one a week, whatever, batch them, however it can work. You could, the start of the month, create four blogs, 500 words. And then, you know, if you have a VA or you can get someone to help you load them up, you can load them up, you can schedule them. Like, it's not as hard as you think. Just add some images in, use all the functionality within, depending if you're using Squarespace, Wix, WordPress, use all the functionality um, to, you know, tag the stuff, put the images in, just like, I actually have an SEO um, checklist for blogging that is going to my wait list for the um, membership. I decided for the next four weeks, I'm going to send a guide or template from the membership to my wait list each week until we launch. So if you want this one, it's week three. So click the link in the show notes, join the waitlist and you'll get it and you'll have the SEO checklist and you can use it for your own business. And then you're on the waitlist and you can learn more about the amazing membership. But this stuff is in my membership, guys. Like this is the stuff that I'm teaching in the membership. So if you there's a certain channel you want to start working on, join the membership and get the most out of it because I'll be creating guides and templates to help you maximize that platform. And then you can get all the other benefits in there. So these five, so repurposing social posts and email newsletters that you've already created into articles, repurposing your podcast episodes into blogs, downloading transcripts, writing notes from that. If you don't have any of that, do some keyword blogging based on what people are searching, tell your own story. And then the last one, how-to guides, how to do this, how to do that. Create a whole how-to series. 
And some of the stuff you want to use in your blogging is like in powerful words, like the four tips to, you know, all these, like the wording is so powerful. And in the membership, I also have a video on how you can keyword research for your blogs, how you can find the, the right title and everything like that. Like, honestly, you'll get it all. If you want to start a blog, join the membership, join the wait list as well and get the freebies and then join the membership. I am here to help you. All right, then, okay, if you want to start a blog, you've got a blog, I don't know, whatever. Let's talk about repurposing now. So there's two ways you can look at it. If you've got a blog, how can you repurpose that across channels? If you have channels and you want to start a blog, which we kind of already talked about, right? If you've already got a podcast, you've got emails, you've got social media, you can turn those into blogs now. If you've got a blog and you want to start repurposing these blogs, Maybe you could start a podcast utilizing your blogs, right? You could start a YouTube channel utilizing the blogs that you've already got. Use them for your emails, your email marketing, like go back through all your old blogs, repurpose them. Just because you've got the content there doesn't mean people have read them. So like it's a, it's a key idea. And then lead people back to those blogs, like resurface what you've got. You don't have to always create new, but you can go back to what you have. Then if, if you're like, okay, well, I want to start a blog each week, what can that look like? All right, create a weekly blog, turn it into like four or five social media posts, promoting the blog, promoting the key concepts of the blog, do your email newsletter around the blog, getting people to read it, start Pinterest even down the track. You know, if you've got a link, you've got Pinterest, you can check out the Pinterest episode. Um, I'll put it in the show notes because literally there's a podcast, a Pinterest strategy for you. And you can just start creating pins leading people to your blog. Like there's just, once you've got a blog, there's so much you can do with it. There's so much you can create. You can create a podcast. You could go live on Instagram, IGTV, uh, sorry, go live on Instagram, post IGTV or videos now, Instagram videos, and talk about the key, key concepts. Because what you're doing is maybe that person, maybe someone in your audience isn't a blog reader. So maybe they'll listen to an Instagram training you do on live. Maybe they'll listen to the podcast episode. Maybe they'll read your short form email. Maybe they'll look at a carousel on social media. This is why repurposing is really important because you just don't know where people are going to read, consume your content. You just don't know. Now, keeping in mind, if you're overwhelmed, don't add all these channels. But thinking about the future of repurposing, If you are creating content on Instagram and you're in a rhythm, you're doing it easy, you're doing it quickly, or you're outsourcing it and it's easy done, how can you level up? How can you start a new channel? How can you leverage on more and and reach a new audience? Things like blogs. And then you can say, I mean, hire content queen. We'll go through all of your social media content and form a blog strategy. Like I've been hired just to do blog strategies. Just because maybe you don't need help with Instagram, maybe you need help somewhere else. And that's why you hire and outsource. And We've got so many offers that we can work with you on, like so many elements. We don't have to manage your social media. We can manage your blogging. We can literally go through, I'm guarantee, I guarantee you we could look through all of your social content and help you create blogs from it, emails, everything. Like this is the power of repurposing. You would have so much content there that we can already leverage on. So whether you've got a blog now, look at where you can repurpose it. If you're looking to start a blog, looking at in the future how you can repurpose that blog and make it easier for you. Maybe you've got social media and you want to start a blog. All right, cool. You just have to create one weekly blog and that pretty much helps you create social media content. It's not really that much extra time. Honestly, it's not. 
maybe you hire someone just to put on your website. Maybe you put on your website and it might take you like half an hour to begin with. And then you get into the process and uploading that to your website takes you 15 minutes. Like things get quicker over time. And that's why we need patience. And we need to know that it's like a long-term thing. And just like, if it's a new project we're going to start on, we're going to dedicate time to that project. And then we know it's going to get quicker. For example, we started on Pinterest not long ago. And I said to Shannon, this process is going to get quicker, but I want you to dedicate time to Pinterest right now, knowing that it will pay off long-term. And and then now we've got a process, we've got a formula. And when you're mapping, when you're deciding, okay, I want to do a blog, I want to repurpose to social media and do all that, while you're creating this process, map it out, write it down, okay? First thing I do is set the scene, like create the theme for the blog. And then I research for the blog. Then I write the blog edit the blog, proofread the blog, upload the blog. Then from there, I turn that blog into four social media posts for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Monday, I talk about this, da, 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 and like write it out. So then you've got a process. And then when, okay, it's blog creating time, this is the process. Then if you outsource, hi, here you go. Here's the process. This is how I do it. Help me. Super easy, like honestly. And I did a post on social media last week about a process, mapping out a process for social media. Same, same. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about is maintaining the blogs. So over time, what does this look like? Because eventually you're going to have a really good portfolio of blogs. So what do you do? And going back to what I'm in the process now of editing them, updating the links. Now, if I had my time again, I would definitely have created this a habit out of this like once every six months, once every 12 months to have a project where we go back over all the old blogs, we edit all the links. Like say, for example, you've, you've, um, you promote a freebie in one of your blogs or you, um, you know, there's, there's multiple things that you do within the blog. Go back through and update them. Make sure the links are all right. If you've if you've outlinked to another resource, because that's what you want to do, you want to mention other resources within your blog and now that link doesn't work like you want to test that so having a habit to go back to your old blogs and edit them and make them like say for example you mention a strategy in one of your blogs or you mention a tip and you've kind of changed your mind on that like you want to make sure it's always up to date there are like your Neil Patels in the world like famous marketers that have a whole team that are doing that instead of creating and then over time you might get to the point where instead of creating new blogs you, you spend a period of time going back through editing all your old blogs and then just repurposing those and remembering that like people forget every 200 and something days ago what they learned. So you could go back through and use the social content, like you've updated the blogs and then you just promote them again. So you might do six months of blog creating and then six months of editing the old blogs and just repurposing those. And then you create more blogs, go back, repurpose more blogs. And then like you'll start to build up, but then making sure you're always going back and editing. And because I didn't do it the way that would have been ideal if I had my time again, I would have made this a process. What I'm doing now is um, when we upload old an old blog to Pinterest to share it, Shannon sends that to me and I go back through and edit that blog. We're choosing these blogs based on what people are clicking on. So for example, as I said, what is the purpose of content creation and how does content marketing work? I've already edited that blog. I've changed the screenshots, the links, and I've sort of added little bits and pieces. I've, I've beefed it up a little bit more. And uh, for the month, if I'm looking at my monthly stats, an average time on this page has been 11 minutes. So that's pretty good, right, for a blog. So what you want to do is you just want to go back over your blogs and just just uh, edit them, update them, give them a refresh because the content is still very valuable. 
Some are going to track really well on Google. Some aren't. Um, if they don't, you learn from that. If they don't track very well, but give it time. Like honestly, that blog um, that's tracking now about what is the purpose of content creation and how does I created that in August 2020, so over 12 months ago, and it's tracking. So like, give things time. Um, I know we had a really good podcast interview about blogging, kind of like it was weaved into the conversation with Vari um, episode. I don't know what episode, so I have to put it in the show notes. But like, she talks about like the failure of some blogs and how like she picks herself back up. But some blogs, you're actually just going to enjoy creating to tell the story. And then what you also want to make sure you do in terms of the maintaining of blogs, if you have questions from your audience, like on Instagram, they say like, how did you do this? Or how did you do that? You go, oh, I've got a blog. And you send them that blog. Within that blog, maybe you've promoted your email list. Maybe you've promoted your freebie. Maybe So without directly promoting to them, you've given them a free resource. You know, and then like in terms of promoting that blog on socials, on your stories, you can use the link button now to link people to the blog. You could do a poll and then send the blog to people that answer the poll. Like there's the, there's so much you can do. But if you have this core piece of content that's off social media, it allows you to generate traffic to your website that way. So blogging is underrated. I really rate it. Like actually really, really rate, really, really rate it. I always have. I've always used it as a core strategy. If a client wants to start a blog, I love that because there's just so much power in blogging. I've been blogging for lots of clients. That's been the core strategy for us. Then from moving forward, some of them have started podcasts and I've helped them with the podcast and getting that organized. But once you have these blogs, they're not going anywhere and they're going to get found by people. And you might play around with the keyword. You might tweak and change things, but you learn as you continue to blog and grow. Yes, you maybe you don't want to be a like a full time mum blogger or a blogger in that sense. Like you don't want to be known as a blogger, but you just use it as your core piece of content to be able to filter through to your social media, to what your podcasts look like in the future, to what your YouTube videos look like, and it's just like you build on this, and it's extremely, extremely powerful. Maybe to get into the habit of blogging, you create some more longer social media posts that are like mini blogs. Maybe you start an article on LinkedIn and start doing that just to get into the rhythm of it. If you're like, I'm not ready to jump into blogging, but I want to start writing more longer forms of content, do that, you know, articles on LinkedIn. Maybe you use a platform called Medium and you start posting blogs to Medium. So it's not your blog, but it's a blog. You're posting articles. Maybe you ask um, other bloggers if you can guest blog on their blog just to get into the habit of creating and you get quicker at it over time. There's so many other things you can do if you don't want to start your own blog just yet. There's, you know, as I said, LinkedIn articles, longer form social media posts, guest blogging on other people's blogs, like collaborating, done a whole podcast on collaborating, Um, or starting on a platform like Medium, maybe like Reddit or Quora, which are forums. You can start just voicing your opinions, your thoughts, answering questions, helping people, answer, like commenting on other people's content on social media to answer their questions. Like there's just so much you can do to just get in the habit of using the written word to create content. So that is just an ordeal that I've just created for you. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed with the concept of blogging if it's something you want more support with. As I said, I would definitely join the waitlist for the membership and join the membership because we can guide you and support you without you needing to book in a strategy session, without you needing to hire content queen. It's just a really low-end way of just getting started and we can hold you accountable and we can help you get it set up. We can help you brainstorm the platform, like... I've got like there's just so much how to that I can help you if you join the membership 
be a content queen or king. And remember that developing your content develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends. You can do this by adding it to your Insta stories and tagging us at Content Queen Mariah or just simply tell them about it. If you rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to this on, it will just help get the podcast out there, share the message, all the things. Follow me on Instagram, connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know any topics you want me to talk about in the future. I'm here for that. But have the most amazing week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.